Hey everybody, it's Ghostwatch 2017! My name's Crayander Dickinson, and I've got a podcast called Ghostwatch 2016, where I watch Kamen Rider Ghost with a couple of friends. In this case, we are examining that podcast with a couple of my other people. Uh, Adam Wasserman. Hello. And Alexi Peppers. Hello. Episode, Episode 21. 21. Like, like it is would have. Alright, so in episode 21, we learn where Taku keeps his icons and harness the powerful force of artistic expression to travel to a hell dimension. Which I feel is accurate. Yeah. This yeah, is that's the one, the one where they use QB getting all excited to make a portal for some reason. Excited specifically by finally getting to creepily touch and then paint Onari's head. Yep. How did you feel about that, Alexi? I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being honest with us. <laughs> I haven't been down with this whole Onari body horror thing since it started several episodes ago. And I dislike that it continues. And also, I'm glad that the the panel of Ghostwatch 2016 agrees that QB was getting pretty, pretty darn creepy and stalkerish with his obsession with Onari and Onari's head. Like, listen, I like Onari as much as anyone, but I understand than- respectful distance. So if, if Onari was, you know, out on the streets, he would not just randomly fondle his head and then turn it into some sort of cubist uh, painting? Yeah, there is like less than a 5% chance that I would do that. Because hmm. it's about respect. <laughs> Not about what you are physically capable of. <laughs> no, just respect. I gotcha. Uh, more importantly, though, I think this is we get we get to see Taco's sack. Freezing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Taco's sack, where he keeps all of his important things, <laughs> such as the the souls of dead heroes and made up people. Uh, it's, like it's a, a nice, nice sack, sack, though. Yeah, it's, it is armpit. It's weird because either I I swear that it's been in the show before, but I guess maybe it wasn't. And you guys just mentioned it to me during the Ghostwatch 2017 episode or something, because I was already aware that it was in a sack, and I don't know why. Mm. Maybe your imagination filled in the details. <laughs> yeah, I just imagined he kept them in a sack. It's- like a reasonable place to keep them, I guess. He has hammer space. He's got sack space. <laughs> yes, yeah. he's got space in his sack for probably like five more icons at the most. But I swear, I swear that he pulled out his sack in a previous episode. <laughs> but I don't know. I can't prove it. And I don't care enough to go through 21 episodes of Kamen Rider Ghost to double check. Yeah, it's not worth it. No. no. Just imagine that he always had the sack. Maybe it's just been cut out of the show. He's been like groping around in it periodically to find the icon that he wants before a transformation. And then he has to like detransform and then retransform whenever he wants to change icons because they're still in a sack in his clothing that is gone when he well, is gone. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Maybe he's just reaching into like his clothing through his like very long sleeves into the sack, and you just never bothered to pull it out before. 
I think that it's basically an extra dimensional space that works like a bag of holding where uh, even though it has many items in it, if you have intent, then the item that you want is at the top. Mm. All bags are for holding. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no, no, you've got me there. <laughs> I disagree. Uh, I can't think of a good example, but I'm just going to disagree on principle. Hmm. No, I think all bags are for holding. What about a wet paper bag? It's for holding. It's just bad at its job. Fine. I do think that his bag, it, it's true that when he's transformed, does he go for the sleeves? Doesn't he just in general sometimes pull an icon out of his sleeves? Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder, did the, does the bag have like extendable shoots that go <laughs> up into each sleeve? Yeah. Mm. Like he has an exoskeleton of the bag. <laughs> like, so that it's like hidden under his clothes at all times. <laughs> now the real cool thing would be if he could get suction. Yeah, and then he's just like yeah. get hoover up icons. I feel like that would have come in handy multiple times on, on this program. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have a diagram now, like a cross section of the extended bag sack. <laughs> I wonder, yeah. maybe, maybe he sews the edge of it into like the inside part of his kimono hoodie. Because otherwise, I could imagine it's like when even if you just wear layers, then it's like you know, one sleeve gets bunched up in the other sleeve, you know. Mm. Then how did he take it out? He just pulled it and it tore. <laughs> so you think that was just a fragment of the sack? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, his arms were clearly not there. So it's like some sort of fractal sack? Or maybe it's Velcro, like a stripping sack, but just for easy removal. <laughs> like Or snaps? Yeah. A stripping sack. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, a stripping sack. That's a perfectly normal thing that a normal human would say. Like, you go to a burlesque show and just someone is covered in dice bags. <laughs> I have certainly unpeel. That's probably happened at least once. Okay, so on the cruise, on the Joko cruise, I, I got into a conversation with a group of friends about burlesque, and someone said that the weirdest burlesque that they saw was someone as Dobby the house elf oh, in no. a cheerleading outfit as Dobby does Dallas. Uh, <laughs> and then my other friend, Andrew, was like, I know that person. That person's a friend of mine. Of course. Yeah. I thought that the direction that would go would be that all he had was a sock. I know, right? <laughs> they had an obvious direction to go, and I don't know why they did And they went with Dobby does Dallas. Can you imagine the the horror? I'm trying not to. Just Dobby's head on a cheerleader body. Like paper mache? Yeah, I'm assuming it would be larger than the lady's face. I never liked the designs on the house elves in those movies. I don't like it when I imagine it in a burlesque, that's for sure. Yeah. Clothes coming off. Oh, man. How did we get here? Stripper sack. Stripper yeah, sack. It's your fault. <laughs> All right. Fine, that's fair. 
Listen, I was just applying Occam's razor and figuring out <laughs> the most simple and straightforward explanation for Takeru's icon sack. <laughs> Which is a uh, tentacled, multidimensional organism that lives in his clothing. Yes. And you can break pieces of it off. Yes. <laughs> yes. The only and simplest explanation. And the only downside is that it doesn't have suction to make his life more com- more convenient. Yes. Also, it could probably be a bit more stylish. <laughs> I'm assuming he made the sack himself. Should we... Do we have a theme song? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Here, poof, a distraction. We were watching a show made of reject Sony R and D. Special effects spreading across half a century. Magic ghost shirts, pokeballs, and fanny packs. And despite never leaving Coriander is back, the bestest host that watched Common Rider Ghost has more to say. With this replay, join Adam and Alexi in this meta-fun, rehashing the show that still isn't done. Enjoy the unseen with Ghostwatch 2017. So that reminds me that we're supposed to be talking about the episode itself. Not just the not sack. Just, not just Taco Sack. I mean, Taco Sack was probably the most notable thing but it's true there was other stuff there was a cool ganma i I do not recall it was the lady ganma the sword lady which you guys oh okay saber yeah yeah which i don't understand i think this is a reference to fate stay night or fate zero i guess uh saber is one of the what are they called grail champions i don't watch fate so she's a lady knight. Cool. I can send you a picture. I mean, yeah, I like I liked her as a ganma. Or I guess should we also call them gnomes now? Is that a rule that carries across between? I mean, you haven't been following the other rules, so <laughs> what other rules? <laughs> in the in the chat, I'm posting a picture oh. of Saber. Yeah, that tracks. Oh yeah, I've seen her. And and yeah, the gamma was cool. It was nice because so it's like I went through the whole cycle of feelings where she showed up, and at first, you know, before she spoke, I just saw her and I was like, oh, cool, it's kind of like medievally looking gamma. And then she spoke, and I was like, oh, sounds like it's a lady gamma. And then she shows up, and she takes the souls of only the harassing boys hanging around mm-hmm. and leaves mm-hmm. all the, the women alone. And I had a moment where I'm like, this is either going to be kind of rad or this is going to be really shitty. <laughs> Cause this is either going to be like a legit, just cool thing where it's like this lady Ganma, or I, I could see unfolding in front of me, a kind of like weird. She hates men. Like there's just, mm-hmm. it's been burned so many times before. <laughs> And uh, luckily, it didn't go that direction. It was chivalry, which is, you know, still not my favorite, but it was all right. It is, it is much better than any alternative. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of ways it could have gone way worse. So, uh, no, she was nice. I hope that she sticks around. See, because I, I still hate QB. Let's, we can get that <laughs> on record. I hope he kicks it, because, like... <laughs> 
Wow. Because <laughs> here's the thing, is that I don't see him just leaving, but I do want him gone. So it seems like the best option that he <laughs> tragically kill was killed as a kind of learning growth emotional moment for Takeru. That seems I feel, like I feel like you've learned nothing from this show. Uh, I mean, they faked me out already. They made me think he was dead, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" And he came back. So I just I know that there's like twenty more episodes, more than that. And if they all have QB, then like I don't know if I can do it, guys. <laughs> well, I I can safely say they do not all have QB in them. Agreed. <laughs> oh no. But I could, I would just, I wish we could swap them out. Because this, this lady <laughs> oh, might go. Oh, yeah. Cooler. Heck yeah. Like, I like QB, but having awesome lady night? Hello. So I, I hope that she actually does become friend to children. Uh, I don't know if that will actually happen, though. I don't have high hopes. I feel like they've kind of decided that there's one slot in the show for a live in Ganma, and unfortunately it is filled by QB. <laughs> Just a house gnome. <laughs> yep. You only have one. At least he was good. They had like a tension-breaking moment, because they were kind of reestablishing all of the drama that they dropped in the last five minutes of the last episode. Uh, and then like, with all this stuff going on, they suddenly cut to this like Benny Hill montage of QB, Akari, and Onari running around the basement of the shrine while Takeru like tries to think really hard about serious topics. And it was it was a nice like, hey, we now have, you know, you thought that having Akari and Onari was already slapstick. Now QB's in the mix. It's gonna get silly. Yep. That that is definitely what was communicated there. Yeah, and let's see. We got some Ganma Hell. We got some like family matters with the royal Ganma family. Is Family Matters the show with Steve Urkel in it? Yes. Or is that a different Okay, okay, I gotcha. See, even I don't know. <laughs> it's just words, word I'd heard before. We got Elaine wanting to be a bird again. That was also good. <laughs> And this time he communicated it to his dad. He didn't say, I want to be a bird. He said that the sky is blue. But what he meant was, I want to be a bird. You've seen into his heart. <laughs> there does seem to be a kind of persistent semi-gale force wind in Ganmahel. So I can see that that is a kind of like sky air current situation that would make it very difficult to be a bird. Yeah, like the the only way is to be inside of a giant rock snake or as a little icon. Yeah. Obviously he wants to go to the human world and be a bird, but he's doubting himself and his dad tells him to listen to his heart and then that is just a bad sign because the fact that the dad has any kind of compassion. Also, this was totally a like Boromir, Faramir situation where Emperor Dad is playing clear favorites with his sons and it never ends well i mean hmm. can you blame him though like one of his sons is clearly better than the other it does say a lot that one of them is called sweat boy and the other one's called pretty boy yeah there you go <laughs> that's yeah. canonical <laughs> yep and i mean come on like boromir faramir of course you're gonna pick faramir boromir is an idiot boromir 
also a sweat boy. Yeah. <laughs> like And Faramir is a pretty boy. Oh my yes. god. Yeah. <laughs> it all tracks. And clearly Emperor Dad is what? Denethor. Yeah, Denethor. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I think I think I think the parallels may have ended there. No, no, no. that means that uh Gramps is Wormtongue. What? Maybe. Wormtongue's not Wait. as involved with Denethor. Okay, okay. But- the the wise sage character that enters the scene to help the protagonist on their journey is Wormtongue? <laughs> <laughs> well no, because now we learned that Gramps is actually like high priest or whatever the heck his title was in Ganma Hell. And it Isn't seemed Denethor like the one who was like batshit crazy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then he was on Fringe. I was trying to remember yes. if John Noble. Yeah. I might be wrong because I know Wormtongue spent most of his time down with uh, Theoden. Yeah. I thought that they'd been interacted once, but it's been a long time since I read the books. So maybe, maybe that one doesn't track, which is too bad because we were really on. He's a roll Gandalf. Gramps is Gandalf. Gramps. Uh, is he? He's well. He's not exactly an I angel. Feel, You're right. I feel like he's more like Tom Bombadil. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> doesn't sing no. at all. Actually, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. think about it. Yeah, it's it's making more and more sense the more I think about it. Uh huh. Unless Urizen is Tom Bombadil. <laughs> no, Urizen is. Uh, a I think said it's like Pippin. <laughs> Peregrine took. <laughs> and sort of see like Urisen just dropping stones down a well for no good reason. And getting lit. Yeah. <laughs> totally. 100%. <laughs> we had a whole conversation at work the other day about which Lord of the Rings characters would vape. And I, I think... <laughs> all of them! Like, literally all of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing is that we figured that Gandalf the Grey would actually be like, no, he only smokes pipe weed, like he won't vape. But then Gandalf the White vapes like mad. Just ripping sick cotton. Uh-huh. I think Gandalf the Grey even just has like a medical access to marijuana thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like no, legit. Then. But Gandalf the White is hip and cool and definitely vapes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Gandalf the White White always felt kind of like a midlife crisis, Gandalf. (laughs) So yeah, he would definitely have a rig. (laughs) Just pushing those ohms. (laughs) So to circle it back, Gramps definitely vapes, yeah? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, again, but again, for legitimate medical reasons. He's got like glaucoma. He has a pain problem. His back is constantly hurting. He has a heart issue, I think. (laughs) <laughs> and your sense always like asking for like a pull uh-huh. yeah give me a pull off of that your son also doesn't pay rent i don't think gramps <laughs> pays rent but i don't i i know your does not pay rent your actively takes money that is lying around i bet yeah <laughs> anti-rent i was asking gramps to pick up some like chips on it when he's on his way back he's basically just robbie I started wa- listening to the Adventure Zone. Now I'm going to make Adventure Zone references. I was wondering, also, oh, is that actually an Adventure Zone reference? Or is that right. presumptuous of me? Nice. No. I, I only know of uh, Robbie the Robot from the Bullets soundtrack of anime intros where Robbie's a rascal, I think, or Robbie is a robot and it's the worst song. But yeah, 
the adventure zone that's totally a thing that people would reference in a normal conversation <laughs> heck yeah not, well not sorry my, my very specific 70s anime english openings <laughs> boy i think that pretty boy would not vape but that sweaty boy would which is another reason why emperor dad likes pretty boy more than sweaty boy mm. pretty boy is probably into magnets magnets <laughs> Yeah, just just likes magnets. The healing properties of magnets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I was picturing he just likes those like those big packages of like little round magnets so he can like yeah, make balls. little structures out of them. No, he wears a bracelet. Yeah, okay. I can see that. To align his energy. <laughs> Pro- probably likes uh likes gemstones too. Uh-huh. Mm. Now what about Makoto? Yeah, he either doesn't or he does a lot. There's no middle ground. <laughs> he he does it so much, <laughs> uh, but he is trying to hide it from everyone, especially mm-hmm. Canon. But that's why he doesn't say much because he's often just kind of like letting things happen around himself. <laughs> you know, it's like time is passing and he's very distracted, like just staring at a wall. That would be a better <laughs> explanation than the show had for this conversation, where at one point. I think early in the episode, Takeru and Makoto are walking down this road, like an album cover. And Makoto just out of nowhere is like, hey, you're you're rad, Takeru. <laughs> you're a cool guy. I love you, man. I love you, man. Yeah, like, it doesn't go anywhere. He's just like, yeah. And then Takeru is kind of upset and is saying, hey, so your your body is in hell? And Makoto's just cheerful about it all. He's like, yeah. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's they could cool. destroy it at any time and I'd cease to exist. And he's just like smiling. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense before, but it does now. His body situation isn't even a- an explicit hostage thing. No, he just doesn't care. Yeah. Like, there's, no, there's no race against the clock to save his body. They're just like, we could just hang out on Earth for a few months. And your body will still be there whenever we get to it. Like a gas, we could go get it. A gas. It's such a big deal. It's funny, too, that, like, because Elaine has not particularly used it to be threatening, either. Like, that's the thing. It's not a hostage situation in that way, either. They're not trying to, like, use it to motivate him and be like, oh, you better do what we say or else we'll mess with your body. Like, no, it's just this fact that no one bothered to mention until last episode. Yep. But now Makoto's breaking in and shooting random icons and being yep. all spy. Just a, just a family on their way, on their way to the movies. He basically, <laughs> he basically, made, like, did, did he win. create, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did he just create gnome Batman? <laughs> <laughs> They're on their way to see gnome Zorro and, just got shot out of nowhere and then woke up in a coffin or didn't who knows i mean sometimes you go to a coffin and you don't wake up it's true i would say that um typically one does not wake up from being in a coffin Ah! typically i've seen all of this series well yeah in this series but on average like oh if you factor in like everybody else in coffins uh, do we still count all of sci-fi and cryosleep? Those are not coffins. Those are <laughs> stasis pods. 
Uh, a stasis huh. pod is one malfunction away from being a coffin. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Lots of things are one malfunction away from being a coffin. Yeah. Cars. Uh. <laughs> uh. Chairs. Cha- chairs, yeah. Uh, what, what else encloses a person? A building? Being yes. inside of a building? Oh, yeah. Does, does our solar system count? Because uh, we are kind of contained within sure. uh, uh, the gravity well of Earth, let's yeah, say. Kind of like the atmosphere, this whole bubble that we're, we're, we're like yeah. living in. And I wake up every day, so... <laughs> so I have far. proved you wrong. So far. Well, I will let you know... Uh, <laughs> The moment that changes. Will you? Uh, Via icon. <laughs> oh. Well, icon floats over. I'm like, Corey. <laughs> I mean, if anyone was going to approach you in icon form, I, it, would, it would be me. Okay. Or if, or if there was actually, more, more to the point, uh, a person to approach as an icon, you're very, you're very prepared. I mean, yeah, I've done the research. I will never get over in this show when the icons move on their own. Uh, so wait, if if we have like the tentacle sack, then it's also, it's weird that the icons can come and, and peek out of like Takeru's cleavage like they do. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. The sack is probably just like a, a passive, unintelligent being. Like a plant. Right. And then, so it doesn't actively resist the the autonomous nature of the icons. I wonder, though, because, like, if an icon has to go through the exit entrance point in order to peek out, then does it close again after? Is it like a sphincter kind of deal? Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean, technically, every bag opening is a sphincter. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just calling it like it is. How did we get back to this? <laughs> I guess it's they're not all sphincters. Uh, did we not? Was was the ten minutes we spent discussing this not sufficient? I don't know. Do you have any issues with this episode, Adam? Anything technical to discuss? <laughs> no, I wish I did. <laughs> any any feedback on our 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 very professional fan theories? Regarding common Rider Ghost. I can't remember any of them because all I can think about is sex now. <laughs> I don't love that you guys picked Thick Dad as the descriptor. <laughs> I do love that you guys picked Thick Dad. Maybe Thick Dad picked us, really. Like, it was just a time and a place. Oh, but there is a much thicker <laughs> uh, future future character. Uh, shout out to wide load the crab oh god right (laughs) yep (laughs) oh thick so thick i'm i am prepared to stop the recording now at this point i think that would be best for society yeah that's i think we've (laughs) we figured it all out yeah (laughs) We cast like five characters as Lord of the Rings things. We talked about a bag. Figured out who's vaping. <laughs> yep. It's a good oh. day's work. Done. We've done so much. This is why they pay us the big bucks. Are you getting paid? Nope. 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 I'm not paying you guys anything. Oh. Anyways, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Absalar. 
You can find me on Twitter at, at GoldSarcasmium. And you can find me on Twitter at AMPeppers. Stay ghosty. <laughs> no. Yes. Bye. <laughs>